Yeah, it's, this is a very interesting request. Yeah, especially when it's presented as not such a big one. So this week, Parashat Ekev, and as a reminder to our viewers, what we discussed last year in Parashat Ekev was the whole way Moshe Rabbeinu presents the man in this week's Parsha, calling it a torture that Amisal had. And we dove deep into that topic of why was the man a torture. We'll link that video at the end of this video. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, please feel free to comment, like, and if you haven't yet, please consider subscribing to the channel and help us grow it and spread the Torah around. So this week, I want to discuss probably one of the more famous psukim out of this week's Parsha, the beginning of Hamishi, where Moshe Rabbeinu who turns to Am Yisrael and says, Yisrael, Ma Hashem mimach. What is Hashem already asking from you? And it sounds like Moshe is about to name a small request or something small that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is asking from Am Yisrael, really kind of minimizing what Hashem wants from us. But then when you start reading the puzzle, it's an ongoing list. It's everything in Judaism. It's everything in life. Keeping all the mitzvahs, doing everything God wants you. And even the rabbis at the time of the Gemara when learning this puzzle couldn't even get past the first step of the puzzle where they say, and the Gemara asks, is Yirat Shemaim such a small thing? Even the Yirat Shemaim, the first request in the list, the first request in the Pasuk is a great request from Am Yisrael, is a great level to achieve in life. So what is going on over here? What is Moshe Rabbeinu actually telling Am Yisrael? What does Hashem actually want from us? You know, actually the Gemara's answer there is even stranger because the Gemara says, you know why it's so small? Because Moshe Rabbeinu is the one saying it. So for Moshe, it's really a small thing. How is that an answer? Moshe Rabbeinu knows who he's talking to. He knows Am Yisrael for quite some time. If it is a big deal, he wouldn't present it as a small deal just because for him it's a small deal. So what is the Gemara even answering? I think to really understand this, we have to take a step back and ask ourselves, what makes something hard? What defines something as hard, as impossible, as unachievable? What is Moshe Rabbeinu trying to answer? What type of fear is Moshe Rabbeinu speaking to with these words? And I think that hard is usually defined by the two ends. Either I don't know where it's going to lead me where it's going to go, what I'm doing this for. I don't have purpose. And therefore, when I'm doing things without purpose, they seem endless, they seem pointless, and they become extremely hard. The other type of hard is when I don't know how to start something. I don't know where to start. It's too big. It's too much. I just don't know how to access it. I don't know what to do with it. And it seems Moshe Rabbeinu is answering both of those. If we start from the end, the Pasa goes through that whole list, but ends with saying, why am I asking all of this from you? Letovlach, for your good. It's for you. It's for you to live a fuller and better life. It's because I've chosen you from all the nations. It's because of our relationship. It's about that. That's what it's focused on. And that's the first part. When I know why I'm doing something and where it's going, suddenly things that were hard can become much easier and simpler. But for the first thing, I think this is what's happening. Moshe Rabbeinu isn't saying, you know, what is Hashem asking from you? The entire list. The opposite. He's saying, what is Hashem asking from you? To start to take that first step. Start with Yira, but you'll see that if you're able to take that first step and you're able to take on that Yira, it'll lead to the next step and that will lead to the next one and to the next one. The feeling you feel that this is too much and too great is because you're looking at it from the outside. The minute you enter inside, the minute you step in and the door inside is the Yira. What does Yira mean? We tend to see Yira as fear. I'm scared something's gonna happen to me. That's not the essence of Yira. We know 
know there are different types of yira. There's yira at the onish and yira at the chet, and there's yira at the romemut, the awe of God. What connects all these pieces is one thing. Yira is the ability to stop, to put limits and to say, there's something bigger than me. There's something greater than me. It can be expressed in yira of awe, of look how greatness I'm surrounded by and I feel so small and there's something so big. It could be, I'm scared of something that's more powerful than me. Those are different levels of experiencing that era. But in the essence, what era is saying that I have limits. There's things beyond me. It's not all about me. And the minute you're ready to do that, the minute you're ready to step back and look around you and say, the world is greater than me. God is greater than me. Things are greater than me. You're suddenly opening your ears. You're suddenly searching. You're suddenly looking for something that goes beyond you. The minute you've made that step, you're able to step into the next one and into the next one because the main barrier for me reaching godliness for me doing the mitzvot is myself is me putting myself my ego my beliefs my thoughts between me and anything i have to do but the minute i'm able to put that aside and it's not always an easy step but it's the door in and when i know where the door is i know how to start and i don't have to think about the rest right now i know that if i'm able to step in that door i'll be able to step into the next and into the next when I know both how to enter, but also where this is going. It's about letovlach. It's about the relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu that I'm trying to build here and to reach the relationship and the kirvat elokim with Hashem. Beautiful. I like how you're saying that it's basically not a huge request, but rather the opposite. It's the first steps Moshe Rabbeinu is actually asking for Mami to take. And really, there's the famous Gemara that Rashi brings on the spot of akol bidei shamayim chutz mirat shamayim, that there's many questions about that Gemara. What does it mean? Is it talking about the physical stuff? Is is talking about the spiritual stuff, but we've discussed this in the past, and maybe really the simple meaning of that sentence, is exactly this. Meaning to say that the first step, the first level you have to take in your Avodat Hashem, in your relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is that step that realizing that it's not about you, it's not about your ego, but it's about what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from you. And that everything you have and everything you need and everything you have to do is requested from Hashem and is given by Hashem. Once you have that basic fundamental understanding in your life, that opens up to the next level, and then it also opens up the understanding that everything is from God. And that's exactly what the sentence is saying. Is saying that once you have Yirat once you fear God and understand that everything is from God, then you also understand that one leads into the other thing. And what you really need to do is take that first step. And really, when you understand this Pasuk in that context, also the words Ki'im, which make it sound like not a big request, could also mean only. As we know from other Pesukim and other places, like with Yaakov and the Malach, where Yaakov says to the Malach, I'm not going to release you only if you give me a bracha. Ki'im berachdani. The same thing here. Ki'im is only these few things, meaning these are the first steps you have to take. This is what you have to think about right now. This is the only thing you have to look at. After that, more things will come. But take your first steps, do these first few things, and then everything else will follow. And also, when you look at the Rishonim, the different Rishonim, the count of mitzvahs, the chinuch, the Rambam, the mitzvah they learn out of this Pasuk is the mitzvah of lelechet b'chol and trying to imitate HaKadosh Baruch Hu's ways, trying to imitate HaKadosh Baruch Hu's mito. The way we perceive HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's what we should try to emulate and be the same. And just like the Chinuch says, and the Rambam also in Mitzvah Chet, but also later on in Ilchot Teot, in the actual halachas, which he actually discusses,
discuss the more psychological side of the human being, where he brings the famous Gemara, the same way Akadosh Baruch Hu is merciful, we should be merciful, the same way Akadosh Baruch Hu does Chesed, we should also do Chesed. And this is the basic mitzvah that the Rishonim learn out of this Pasuk. When you talk about actual practicality, what can we take out of this Pasuk, then it's these things, trying to be a good human being, trying to be a good person, and trying to do good to others, just like Akadosh Baruch Hu does good to us. You could ask and say, hold on a second, Akadosh Baruch Hu also judges people, so we can also judge people just like Akadosh Baruch Hu does. But the Maharal already discusses that in Chidusha Gadot. It says you might make mistakes if you judge people. Where you won't make a mistake is if you're nice to people. So stick to being nice to people. And maybe when you, again, when you look at this Pasuk, it may sound very overwhelming. What does God want from me already in this world? But the answer, the basic answer, the simple steps are very easy. It's being a good person, trying to be like Akadosh Baruch Hu in the good ways, trying to be nice to other people and understanding on the most basic level that everything you have and everything you receive, everything you will need in life comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. After that, once you have that Yirat Shemaim, that basic Yirat Shemaim, you'll also understand that Akol Bidei Shemaim and everything will be Bidei Shemaim. And that is basically what Moshe Rabbeinu and what the Gemara referenced that for Moshe Rabbeinu is a small thing because that's the way Moshe Rabbeinu lived his life as the Shaliach, as the person, the messenger from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. As we know that everything that Moshe did and Moshe taught was directly from Hashem as many times in Allah also when there's no explanation, we always go back to Allah Moshe Misinai. Moshe 100% passed on what HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him. And for him, really, that's what he was about. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu was about. And for us, should be the first steps we take and should be the most basic steps we take in our Avodat Hashem, in our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's interesting. You know, this could answer what I asked at the beginning. We said that for Moshe Rabbeinu, it was easy. Who cares if for Moshe Rabbeinu, it was easy? He's speaking to us. He should tell us what we need to see. But based on what we're saying, it matters that Moshe Rabbeinu sees it easy because what we're trying to say is it's not objectively hard. It's our perception that makes it hard. It's a seeing this as an endless and overwhelming list of things that makes it hard. But Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, I'm looking from here because I have Yerat and it's the most natural thing in the world. This isn't something that's going to feel like a burden forever. It feels like a burden because you haven't stepped into that first step. But once you do step inside, once you step inside, you'll suddenly see that it isn't a burden. It isn't an endless request. It's a natural request. It's a request that from one step will lead us to the other. It's about love. It's about this relationship that we're going to build with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And maybe we can read the Pasuk a little bit differently. It's also saying, Ma Hashem Meaning, what is Hashem asking from you? You know what Hashem is asking from you? He's asking from you Ma. He's asking from you the ability to stop for a second, to put yourself aside and say, what? I don't know. And say, I'm ready to accept something new. The Yira, as the Tsar also brings down, is very much connected to that, to the me, to the ma, to the ability to ask, to stop and say, I don't know. I don't have the answers for everything. The minute I'm ready to take that step, I'm ready to enter the door. And the minute I enter into the door, the path will lead me further and further deeper inside. Beautiful. And I love the void of ma. And really, as we said, this Pasuk is so deep. It has so many more meanings and so many discussions over the generations have been made about this Pasuk. We just touched the surface of it and we're out of time. But like I said in the beginning, we're linked to last year's video right now for you to watch. And also, like I mentioned in the beginning, if you haven't yet, please consider subscribing and help us grow this channel. Shkoyach, Shabbat Shalom, and we'll talk again next week. To you. Good job, and yes, we'll talk again next week. For more talking Torah videos on different topics, check out our YouTube channel. <laughs>